Hello, everybody. I'm so excited for you to be a part of my new podcast, uh, Us Parents Talking About WAP and trying to navigate our conversation with our children about sexuality. I am so excited to have my first guest on, which is my mother, Teresa Hazard. She actually is a native of Detroit, Michigan, moved over to the mountains of Colorado and now resides in Loveland, Colorado. She was a paraprofessional for special needs and is now retired. She has two daughters, which is me, Candace, 36, and my oldest sister, Jessica, who is 39. And so she's going to go a little bit uh, deep into kind of my upbringing uh what our sex conversation was what she would probably discuss with uh her grandchildren and kind of what she found out through history of maybe how generational pop culture has changed since her beginning times so anyway take it away mom birthday so happy birthday mom Thank you. I am Route 66. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun way to put it. Um, so yeah, what have you guys, what have you been doing today? Well, I played golf uh, this morning with my friend and had lunch with friend. Ooh, that sounds nice. So I really appreciate you being one, my first guest. Well, I guess you giving birth to me is number one, but two, being my first guest on this podcast, um, we did do an earlier episode and we had technical difficulties, but I think I've ironed it out. So here we go. I'm just going to like kind of, you know, jump in there and ask you my first question, um, which was, what was the sex talk like with you and your parents? Uh, Pretty much nothing. (laughs) (laughs) My parents, for some reason, thought um, I already knew everything, um, which I didn't. I was very naive. And I guess because I grew up in the 60s um, and, yeah, was a teenager in the 60s and and early 70s, uh, they just assumed. So um, what do you think? Was that generational bound, that boundaries that kind of like presented with your parents? Do you think that made it feel like that that's why they didn't want to talk to you I mean do you think that they just felt like you were getting it from music or pop culture or your or friends or any of that kind of stuff I really don't know I really don't think they thought about it <laughs> <laughs> I think they were more concerned with their thing than my thing <laughs> So, uh, if you're comfortable telling the story, um, can you tell the story about when um, Nana found out you were still a virgin? Well, I'm just that weird person who grew up during that time in the Detroit area and never, ever touched drugs. (laughs) I was a virgin when I got married. (laughs) And my mom and dad, I think, were shocked because... They assumed I wasn't, and um, I was on uh, wedding night. It was extremely, extremely, extremely painful, and um, I called the next morning to talk to my mom and say, is this normal? And my aunt and uncle were up there for the wedding, 
and they all laughed at me. (laughs) (laughs) I still remember that. (laughs) So do you think, um, do you think that, um, Nana, did she have any, uh, advice for you or do you think it was weird for her to talk to you about that subject or? No, um, just said, keep on hanging in there. (laughs) Keep on trucking. (laughs) Keep on trucking. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, then we'll segue into, um, what was the first overly sexual song you ever heard? It it was funny because I was talking uh, to friends about this and, um, you know, back then it wasn't so blatant, like in your face. Um, It would be just one little verse or one little thing said in a song and it would be like, you know, like Louie Louie and... um, uh, different what well, let's get it on <laughs> but <laughs> let's get it on um and there was one and I we were trying to remember the name of it um uh, you on the oasis that was it oh and um Wait, during sorry, the instrument I interrupted you can you say that again oh it was uh midnight on the oasis Um, and during the instrumental part, she is making, um, sounds at like she's having an orgasm (laughs) and that was just like, (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) so how did, uh, Nana and Papu feel about this music that you were listening to? I don't think they cared. (laughs) (laughs) Do you, do you think that you clutched your pearls a little more than they did? No, um, no, you know, once again, it was so subtle. It wasn't as, you know, like I said, in your face, I don't think they paid attention. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, you know, I really don't think they had, you know, had a clue. Um, but like I said, uh, before in our other podcast, (laughs) um, my mom and dad were very, um sexual beings and um you know my dad would get playboy every month and and it'd be always sitting out on the table it wasn't hidden away um my mom would dress up all sexy so they were probably way more you're probably right I probably <laughs> my pearls more <laughs> you're a little more prudish yeah <laughs> Well, okay. you know, it's hard being a goody two-shoes. <laughs> it is hard being a goody two-shoes. I mean, to be totally honest, we've talked about that. I still, I totally believe that you, that was your rebellious way is like being just like a really good kid. <laughs> Since, yeah, pretty you know. much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, we've kind of established that it's pretty clear that your parents and you didn't really talk sex a lot. Um And it kind of seems like generations um, weren't, you know, feeling like that they need to have the talk because they probably just assumed you'll figure it out. I'm Um, thinking maybe they thought I was looking at the Playboy magazine, (laughs) getting an education from that. So then I guess that's what makes me curious is why did you feel like you need to have the talk with me and Jessica, my sister? Um. 
Well, because, you know, I never had it except for in school, you're going to start your period and this is what it's like. Otherwise, we never had any like anatomy, um, nothing, you know, I mean, not anything whatsoever. And I wanted you girls to be educated and I didn't want you finding out the wrong information. Um, you know, it's, it's, you know, it was important to me that you would, because even though it's not like today, um, but there were, you know, it was starting, you had videos, music videos, which I didn't have back in my day. And, and there was a lot of stuff in those videos. So I wanted you, you girls to be, you know, knowledgeable and, and not ask your friends. So that's what I was going to ask is, um, what, do you remember the sex talk with me and why you started that sex talk conversation? Because it definitely started because one of my friends showed me on my Barbies, which is still controversial because she told me I showed her um, 100% did not happen. She showed me, <laughs> then I showed you, and then we had the talk. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I, I, um, and, and I get you girls confused. I, um, thanks mom. <laughs> no, no actual like um, identities in this family. <laughs> We're just the same. <laughs> I just, I don't remember if it was you or Jess or both of you that I took to TCBY. It was Jessica. my my motherly plan was we're going to have this beautiful you know like time together and we're gonna go get tcby and find a shady tree and we're gonna sit underneath it and i'm going to explain the facts of life and was that you or jess that was jessica yeah and i did that and she's like man i don't know stop stop mom i don't want to hear it and there went my beautiful talk (laughs) (laughs) okay so we clear so we we cleared up that was jessica so do you remember mine because i remember it very distinctly um no i don't even remember i had talked to jess because we messaged and um she said I remember hers because Wonder Years came on and one of the characters lost their virginity. (laughs) And um, it was a perfect opportunity to talk about it. But she said, I drew a picture of dogs having sex. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't remember that at all. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. I guess I wanted her to realize this her whole life. <laughs> I like how we could even be humans. You, you had to make it like an animal. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and if you want to do it doggy style, do <laughs> that's what mom's promotion is. She just feels like we should all do it like dogs. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you girls told me things I did. I'm just always like, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Just like golden um, showers when I when I enlightened you on what a golden shower was. <laughs> yes, you girls have taught me a lot more than I've ever taught you about sex. So, um, so yeah, no, I I tell, I, I, I tell I, you, um, no, what you how you told me the sex talk is I showed you with the Barbies, 
I don't know why, because I think I just always loved freaking you out about this. <laughs> I'm starting to see True how much story, I can Even you. to this day. <laughs> yeah. And so I remember you just got the Encyclopedia of Britannica and you sat me down on the upstairs couch and you were like, okay, do you want to hear about how, you know, we have sex? And I was like, yeah, I was excited. And you like showed me the woman and like the anatomy, but it was a one where each page turned. So it was like the human skin, but then it went to like muscle and like bones, <laughs> like the most unsexy thing ever. And you were just like, these are breasts. This is a vagina. This is a man's penis. The penis goes in the vagina. But you started it out with when two people love each other very much and they want to share this love in a special way and are married, they have something called sexual intercourse. And then that's how you went into it. And it's so funny because I guess I just, I, you know, didn't know. And so, yeah, you, as you know, I snuck watching like Cinemax and all of those. And then I remember watching those and being like, wow, and pretty woman. I was like, that's not what mom talked about. Mom's a liar. <laughs> I was like, this seems more fun than what mom kind of said. <laughs> I felt like when you talked, like, it was more like a, really a, a lesson. <laughs> yeah, it was like an anatomy lesson more than like, I don't know. Like, I guess I was just like, I thought there would be more fun to it, you know? And then I saw there was more fun to it. So. <laughs> okay, so is there anything you would change now that we're like reminiscing um, how you would have the sex talk with me and Jessica? Well, I hope at your age, you know it all. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, you can go back in time. <laughs> um, no, because I did the best I could at that time. And I, I, I guess um, probably, no, I, you guys were young enough. I mean, I didn't need to talk about condoms and, and pregnancy and all that stuff because you were, you were young and innocent, you know, um, as you got older, you know, it'd be a whole different talk. Um, but I, I think I was pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> you are pretty freaking awesome. I mean, it's really interesting. Cause I was saying this to my friends about one day I was at a mom's club event and, um, Ramona went up to the fountain at the splash pad and she did that run over it hit her and then she did the slow back up and then the sit down on it and I went "Uh oh she's discovering herself and so I told her to come over and I said I know that feels really good on your vagina but that's like a kind of a me time thing you don't need to do it in front of everybody else and she was like okay and she ran away and all my friends were just like did you just call it a vagina? And I was like, yeah, like that's what my mom called it. Like I even told him, like my mom's sex talk with me was vagina, penis, like everything was very literal. And all of them were just like, wow. And then it was interesting hearing around the circle of why everybody calls it cutesy things or that they just didn't feel comfortable with the term. And that's where I always got kind of like curious with you. Uh, why did you stick with such literal terms? Well, because I, I think I just wanted you to take it serious. It, it's not a, sex is not cute. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I think it's just, I wanted you to know the right words. And mm -hmm. um, 
you know, it's one thing if, you know, you say go wipe your tushy, but, you know, it's another thing when you're talking about something so serious to use the right terminology. I agree. And I mean, I've always uphold held it because I felt like, you know, being taught myself and also just knowing in the court of law, you have to name it by the, the specific term um, or it, it can get dismissed. And so that's another reason, I guess, I was always so appreciative that you did teach me those kind of words because I didn't need it to be cutesy and I don't try to be cutesy for my daughters as well. Do you oh, remember you. me telling both you and, and Jess, I was like, do not tell your friends any of this. <laughs> <laughs> their parents will come back and kill me. <laughs> I did. And uh, yeah, no, I totally went back and talked to my friends. So <laughs> they, they were all still friends with you. So obviously they didn't rat me out or maybe their, their parents had to talk and then were like, just don't say anything else. Go <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll ask Candace some more. She'll kill you. <laughs> So I was wondering what sexual song or movie TV show did you um, did us girls bring um, to you that you felt was intense as the WAP song? Oh, well, quite uh, um, this. This was the worst. Jesse had a boyfriend and it was right before she was going to college. And American Pie came out and she and I said, oh, I want to watch that. And he happened to have it. And so he went and got it and brought it. And I watched it with you, Jessica, and her boyfriend. And yeah, that was just a little too much to be with your daughter's boyfriend in the room. (laughs) oh my gosh it's so funny and it was right before a holiday too and so i think it was christmas yeah it's like christmas and so um just for the people tuning in that don't know our family um then we like have this weird holiday tradition where we feel like we always have to like watch the most like aggressively sexual movies with my mom now on a holiday because we just think it's so funny watching her kind of score I love you guys so much. Why do you like to torture me? Because it's so fun. I don't know. There's there's just nothing better than torturing your mother. I just, I, I can't explain it. So <laughs> that's yeah. why, I, like I said, I appreciate you wanting to do this podcast with me because I wasn't sure if I was going to make you squirm with this. So. Cool. so do you know what WAP means? No. Um, I had to ask you, in fact, you posted something and I'm like, what the hell is that? And I had to look it up and then I tried listening and I have to tell you that song is even too much for me. And I don't think I'm a prude anymore, but I, it still was way too much. I didn't even listen to the whole thing. I'm like, nope, I'm done. Which is funny coming from somebody who works in middle school. I can't believe that you thought the song was too much for what you heard in the hallway. Well, I heard a lot of swear words in the hallway. <laughs> Not quite that. So, um, so do you feel like the song is offensive or do you feel like the song is just not your cup of tea? Well, how do you feel about it? I, I just feel like it's too much. I mean, it's just too much. Um, I... Yeah, I you know it's hard. It's hard for me to exactly say. I I guess 
I don't know. Like, you know, that part is kind of hard. I, I, I feel, um, I, I guess it's, it's, it's like the, um, emotional attachment is, is just not, it's gone. And all it is, is physical, hurt physical. And, and that's fine, I guess, um, uh, for other people, um, I, I, you know, and, and it's a whole different world now, but yeah, it just, it was too much for me. See, it's so interesting the way that you feel about that song, because obviously one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast with, I, um, I love it personally. I really like it for the fact that, um, especially where she talks about that she doesn't cook and she doesn't clean, but it doesn't mean that she can't have a husband, you know, that those gender roles are kind of taken away. And plus, I feel like a lot of males when they sing are very like generally very aggressive sexually and stuff. And so finally having a woman coming in being like, I can be just as sexually woke, you know, as anybody else makes me feel empowered. And I really like the song. I know me and my friends, a lot of a generational, probably millennial thing versus a boomer is like, you know, when I see my friends, I tell them, you know, I'm like, what's up bitches. And so like, there's a whores in this house makes me and my friends super happy. Cause we're like, we're whores. <laughs> And I'm sure that you're probably like, I don't know. I mean, do you go to your friends and you're like, hey, what's up, whore? What's up, bitch? No, but I call them hoes sometimes. <laughs> well, there you go. But it's one of those. I think that that's kind of the difference um, between the generations and why so many generations are having um, kind of an issue with it. Because I think nowadays we are a lot more. We have the Internet. You know, we are now not just like being subjected to pornography or Playboy or any of that kind of stuff like where, you know, it's more patriarchal male you know, aggressively on a woman and the woman just kind of takes it. I feel like now you can look up so many different kinds of things. And so, yeah, the world's changing. And that's where I guess with me and my daughters is it's like, I want them to have a great sex life. Um, I have a great sex life. So I want them to have the same thing. However, sometimes I don't know how to navigate it and I don't know how to talk about it with them because I feel like I might be too open with them and I might scare them. <laughs> same time I feel like that if I don't say anything to them then I don't want them finding out on their own or feeling like you know I wasn't there to support them and they would make choices they probably wouldn't make if I would have had the discussion with them so what do you think your advice to me is on that with your granddaughters well I definitely feel like don't bring things up until they bring things up kind of like Jesse and me thinking, we're going to have this beautiful mother-daughter moment, you know, and she's like, mom, ah, <laughs> gross, get away, you know, and, and so when the show came on, it was the perfect lead-in when you brought the Barbies and you're like, hey, look at this, you know, that was a perfect lead-in. I'm like, okay, you, you know, you're ready now. You're curious. You want to know. I want to be truthful with you. And um, and do it that way. So I would never push the girls, um, you know, it, but even Ramona at five, if she had a question, I am definitely would answer her honestly, because, you know, you don't want to lie to her or anything, but it wouldn't go into great detail either. You know, I just 
be like, well, yeah, blah, 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 blah. But you're, you know, you're too young. Don't worry about this. You deal with it. Deal with this crap when you get older. <laughs> but <laughs> I, would, I would, um, I would definitely, um, I mean, I, I did, you know, as, as a parent, as a mother, you try so freaking hard. And as you know, as a mother, um, you don't always like win it. (laughs) And so, you know, I look back and I'm like, I tried so hard and I screwed so many things up. Um, but I do feel like you do have to listen to, uh, your child and not like, like I said, over give information, but not to, not to give a fantasy answer. Yeah, I agree. I mean, well, it's really funny because I've been preparing for this, you know, ever since I found out I was pregnant with, you know, both girls and then having girls instead of you know males I was like all right I I can't wait to have this conversation because I've always planned it out how I thought I'd be and I want to be that cool mom and all that and Ramona came to me and asked me where babies came from and I was like well daddy has sperm and mom has an ovary and the sperm goes into the egg and she literally was like all right and like walked away (laughs) like cool I just bored you out of this conversation I I I, can I insert just let her when she comes to you with questions um answer her honestly but don't push it on her um i think we can give kids too much and they they do need to that's just that's one thing it's kind of i i hate seeing kids grow up so fast nowadays it's um i've seen elementary school and middle school change so much in the way the kids act and are and um so you know on a- answer her honestly and um all of that so um it. i wanted them know on a scale of one to ten one being awful ten being great uh where was your comfort level talking sex with me today ten ten good see i like to hear that i like to think that we have that that relationship that we can talk about these things and kind of figure everything out and go into it and once again thank you so much mom i know it's your 66th birthday today and so you just taking the time to talk with me on everything uh is the best and if any of you have any questions or comments, um, please drop them below or message me or anything like that. If you have any um, advice from my mom, just let me know and maybe I can start having my mom pop on and you can get some Mother Teresa advice as well. And uh, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to my podcast. Uh, the more that you do that, the more that I can start these episodes, I can start getting um, more experts in and having um, really cool conversations about this very interesting topic. So once again, please and share with your friends if you liked it and we will see you again. Bye. Bye.